are in the house. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. You are in the his house. In with, the hizzy. Yeah, in the hizzy, right? In the hizzy. hizzy. In the hizzy for shizzy. Welcome to the Relatively Unknown Podcast. Welcome. My name is Philip Edge. And I'm Carrie Edge. And listen, if you haven't already subscribed to our channel, if you haven't already liked it, yep. loved it, shared it, we need you to do it because the more you show us some love, the more we can show some other people some love and make a tremendous impact. So help us make an impact, subscribe, share. Love it, love it, love it. Love it, love it, love, love it. it. Listen, and on today's episode of Relatively Unknown, we're going to you know, kick this thing off with kick a off. lot of good information. We're going to tell you about the Relatively Unknown podcast, why we're even in existence. We got a special guest. We got a couple special segments that yep, we are yep. going to kick this thing off with, man. So listen, sit down. Tune in. You are in Relatively Unknown. You know, a lot of people have been asking, you know, okay, what what exactly is Relatively Unknown and, and where in the world did it come from? So I'm going to do my best to try to even articulate what, what this is. Um, you know, Relatively Unknown for us, it, it it's a platform in which Relatively Unknown people can come and truly share their awesomeness. Because we believe, we believe it's not about who you know. It's who about, knows you? Yeah, or, or who knows you? Yep. It's about how you're known, That's right. right? So we want to we want to create a platform in which people can truly share how they're known, right? There are some awesome people that we know that you know, right? But <laughs> nobody knows them. And, and and the crazy thing is, if just a couple of people could know who they are, I'm telling you, it could be a game changer, not only for those individuals, but for every single person that those people come in contact with. It can it can become a game changer. So so how did relatively unknown come to be? And and, and I've never really shared this story before with anybody, but but I I, I guess I gotta share it. You yeah. know, you know I. I <laughs> It's funny. Um, I know. I know. For me, I I work very, very hard, and and Carrie and I, we both work extremely hard to to try to be our best to to love on people, and and the reality is, we we've played the background in so many instances, and 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 there's nothing wrong with playing the background. In fact, we we enjoy playing the background. But you know, one of the things that happens in playing the background is many times, you know, you do a lot of the work, but nobody knows who you are. Nobody knows that you're 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 in the background doing the work. And again, nothing wrong with that at all. But I was actually talking to an individual one time and this person told me, they said, you know what? You're really, really amazing at the things that you do, but nobody knows you. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm, I'm just being honest, it, it really struck a chord because, you know, the more I thought about it, I said, you know what? You're right. You know, I I, I believe that I was pretty good at the things that, that, that I did. I was pretty good at the people. I was pretty good at the people development and the training and, and all the things that I, I was pretty good. But he was right. Like, nobody, nobody knows me. And, and, and so I, I stopped. And literally, I'll never forget, you know, that ride home that day. I was like, nobody knows me. You know, what's going on here? No, no, nobody knows me. And from there, really birthed this idea of creating a platform in which people who are relatively unknown have a platform to be able to share their story, 
to share their life, to, to, to give their insight, to share their resources, and, and literally to create a platform in which we can lift those people up. Mm-hmm. It, this isn't mm-hmm. about me. It's not about you. It's really about creating a platform in which we can lift other people up. We can provide resources for other people. We can provide tools for other people. And for me, that got me really excited. Yeah. You know, I, I, I got excited because we could be a conduit for the underdog to, to really empower the underdog. And, and those those folks who may not have the resources, if you will, or, or the or the platform to be able to get out there. I, I said, you know what we can do? We can we can create a podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in creating a podcast, we can create a safe space where people can actually do that. So, for us there, you know, part of this, you know, is going to be interviews and we're bringing people on who, you know, we can interview and talk and hear their story. In fact, there is going to be one on today yep, yep, in yep. which we do have somebody here today in which we are going to interview and share so you can hear their story. Yeah. And that that that's what relatively unknown for me, is about what, what? What did you hear when 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 I I know even when I started talking about relatively unknown? Well, like what what were you hearing? Yeah, so you know I, I think a couple of things. So you remember we watched the first episode of Undercover Boss together? Yeah, yeah. And you know we made this comment like we looked at each other like man we, we want to do that to, we want to be able to bless people like yeah, that yeah. And so you know. I think some of this is birthed out of just that that love and desire to just bless people with what we have. Right. And so, I mean, I may not be able to say, and you get a car, and you get a college <laughs> education, and you get a house. Maybe not right now. Maybe right. someday. Right. But I can say you have a voice. Right. You have a story. Yes. You know, and as um, someone who's working to become a licensed professional counselor, stories like when people let you into that space and they tell their story yeah man there's nothing like um someone's story right and so relatively unknown is an opportunity it's it's a sounding board yes for people's stories their stories of triumph their stories of tragedy but when you boil it down it's the people in the background That yeah. nobody knows, but everybody knows. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah. Because when you when you get in their circle and you start asking, not a single person has a negative word to say about, about them. It. Yep. They yep. know what they have done. Yep. They know what they the impact that they create, yes. and they know what it would be like if that person wasn't there. Absolutely. And so for me, I've always been about the underdog. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, what's more important? Again, it's not about the affluence you have Mm -hmm. or the name recognition. Mm -hmm. It's about the fact that you're grinding in the will of God and you're doing his work he has for you. Absolutely. And you are making a difference. And those are the people that they're relatively unknown. So any day you can call me relatively unknown. I'd rather be known as relatively unknown than to be known by all. That's right. That's right. And 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 even as you're talking, I, I get so excited just just hearing, you know, hearing what you're saying, because it's funny. I, I'll never forget, you know, when when we first went into ministry, you know, we we had this experience that we've never had before when we had this uh, presbytery. And for, for those of you who don't know, a presbytery, um, I ain't gonna lie. It was it was a little spooky at first. I was like, what? 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 What is this? Y'all y'all Google it. Right. Presbytery. Google it. But literally, I'll prophetic never forget. It, it's a, it was a prophetic presbytery. Right. And Carrie and I, we went into this room. 
And, and as we went into this room, all these people were sitting, like, not facing us. So they couldn't see us. We couldn't, like, like I could see, like, the back of their, I guess we could see the back of their heads or what have you. But but they couldn't see us. And were they blindfolded, honey? No, I don't think they were blindfolded. They just couldn't see they, us. They couldn't see us. Okay. Mm-hmm. So so literally, we go in this room. You're making it extra spooky. It, well, I wouldn't <laughs> try to make it extra spooky. I'm just telling you. Your mind's playing tricks on it, it might be right now, right? But literally, the, the interesting thing was we went, we sat on in this room, and these people started talking about us and, and sharing information about us that we had never met these people. And one of the things I'll never forget that this lady said, she says, um, it's no coincidence that your last name is Edge because your ministry and how you are going to deal with people and impact people is going to be extremely edgy. And and that's always stuck with me. And when I think about Relatively Unknown, Relatively Unknown is not just a podcast for us. It, it's how we... How we minister to people. It's how we approach life. It's how exactly. I mean, every other podcaster trying to have like you know um, Elvis Presley because he ain't dead yet. Um, Tupac Shakur, <laughs> you know, because they're not dead. Um, they're they're trying to have you know all the who's ho- who, yeah, so to speak. Yeah, and we want to have the the who's making a difference, mm, that's not so the good. who's who. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Who's really out there doing? good work yeah yeah Yeah. so so it gets me excited so one of the special things about relatively unknown every week we will have a premiere for you our audience our people our supporters those relatively unknown people out there we will have a premiere with you so this podcast that you're seeing it will be premiered well it was premiered and you are watching it now (laughs) on the actual premiere but the cool thing is you're able to communicate via chat by a by a message and we're able to communicate back with you that's the first thing the second thing that's super interesting is listen if you keep on watching at the end of this, we will drop a question in. And if you get the question right, you will, you know, you'll get some relatively unknown merch. And you do want the relatively unknown merch. I'm telling you, the relatively unknown merch is fire. So we want to create um, an environment where we can watch stuff together. We can grow together. We can develop together. We can learn Together and every single week, you, the community, you, our friends, you, this team, we will have an opportunity to grow together. So I'm like, that's dope. And don't forget, we want to invite you all in. Yes. Um, to honor and recognize those who are relatively unknown. Yes. In your spaces and places, because we don't know all these people. That's right. But like we said, if you know them then you know that you know them. That's right. And you know that you need to get them in touch with us. That's right. This platform is for you and it's for them because these people need to be honored. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if you know somebody who's relatively unknown but is doing something really, really, really awesome, please, inside of the comments box right now, put their name, um, DM Carrie or myself. Don't put their contact information Yeah, don't put their contact information in there. Don't put their numbers. DM us. Let us know so we can get in contact with that person because we love to have them on the show and be able to share what they're doing that's amazingly Awesome. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Amazingly, amazingly amazing. amazing. I love it. There's a lot of amazingly amazing people out I there. I love it. And you're one of those. Well, I appreciate it. You're, I think you're pretty amazing also. Thank you. 
Thank you very much. <laughs> hey, check this out. Um, one other thing. Um, if you want to support this endeavor and the things that we are doing, um, we do have a way that you can do that. Inside of the show notes, you will see something called the E-Network. The E-Network has uh, three different levels of support that you can you can support what we're doing. Um, um, the first level, and I'm we're just being real open and, and honest with you, first level is $4.99 a month. You can sow into this this relatively unknown podcast and the things that we're doing. Second level is $6.99, $6.99. And the last level or the highest level is $9.99. But listen... If you can support us, we greatly, greatly appreciate it. It's going to take all of us to be able to get the word out and to get the message out. If you support us, there are some additional benefits for those of you who mm -hmm. make the commitment monthly to say, hey, listen, I want to support what you all are doing um, with this podcast and, and with this with this new endeavor. So check it out. It's inside the podcast uh, show notes and you will be able to see it there. But we, we, we hope that you would uh, see value in the things that we're doing and definitely jump on board to help us to uh, bring the relatively unknown from being unknown. How about that? How about that? That's right. All right. Our first segment is Did You Know? Did you know? Did, Did you, you know? know? You know what I mean? You need to be in the know. That's right. That's, That's right. right. You know, um, in all seriousness and the recent loss of Twitch, um, who yeah. died by suicide, um, we just want to bring mental health to the forefront because it's so important. Yeah. Many of you all are embarking on this brand new year, 2023, and we hope that you're focusing on there being a new you. Absolutely. Um, and that really needs to be a focus that so is um, focused in on or centered on being mentally well. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it, it's so interesting there. There are so many people who are battling, and I would even say secretly battling with with mental health. They have no idea, you know, sometimes what's what's even going on on the inside of them because they've always been living this way, right? It's always, especially with mental health, because it's been such a taboo thing in which nobody really wants to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, beyond being taboo, there's just a associated with that taboo is stigma that's associated with mental illness. Yeah. And, you know, none of us want labels that have an appearance to be negative in any kind of way. But there are a lot of people living with mental illness who just really have embraced it and said, you know what, it's it's okay sometimes um, to, to not be okay and yeah. to say, hey, you know, I'm a person living with a mental illness, but that doesn't mean that I can't live a purpose-filled, fulfilling life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So so what do you have for us? What do you have so for us on the Did an, You Know? I got some statistics because we need to know. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you need to be in the know. So these come from Mental Health America. Okay. Um, and I think you're going to be a little bit surprised by this. Let's Did talk you know about that 19.86% of adults, this is in the United States, um, are experiencing mental illness. Wow. That means that there are at least 50 million Americans who wow. have been diagnosed um, or experiencing some type of mental illness. And almost 5% of those individuals are living with what's called a serious mental illness. Wow. And a ser serious mental illness is um, a diagnosis that is chronic and yeah. it impacts your um, daily life. Um, according to uh, SAMHSA, mm -hmm. that's S-A-M-H-S-A, -S -S -A, just in case you're wanting to know, mm -hmm. any mental illness is defined as having a diagnosable mental 
behavioral or emotional disorder other than a developmental or substance use disorder. So substance use is not included in that statistic. Wow. 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 It's not included in that 19.86% of Americans. The 50 million people are living with a diagnosable mental, behavioral, or emotional disorder other than developmental or substance use disorder. Any mental illness, Mm -hmm. the term includes persons who have mild mental illness, moderate mental illness, and the serious mental illness, which equates about 5% of that 19.86%. Wow. So so that doesn't even include substance misuse? Is that is that the proper That's term? That's the proper term. So, so that doesn't include substance misuse, and we're already looking or at— Or substance use disorder. Not misuse, but substance use disorder. So we're already looking at one in five. Yeah. L- literally, one in five people that we see walking down yeah. the street has some sort of diagnosed— Yes. Behavioral, mental. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that, that like, like literally, if, if you stop and you think about all of your close friends, all the people that you hang out with, right? If you just got five. If you just got five, one of— At least one. At least one of the people mm-hmm. that you are around right now have some sort of diagnosed mental—that that's like a huge thing. Especially for—and and I'm, I'm thinking about those people, like the other four— Mm-hmm. Who don't know that that individual has a a uh, a mental illness that 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 they are working through? They have yeah. no idea. Yeah, and and the key there is that we have to normalize the conversation about mental wellness. Yeah, you know, we have to be okay with talking about our mental status, our mental health, our behaviors, mm-hmm. um, and even our emotional state. You mm-hmm. know, many times people take their feelings and they kind of stuff them down on the inside of themselves. And so we need to normalize these conversations. And when we do them in our, you know, in our friend groups where, yeah. where we feel safe and we still feel comfortable, people can come out more. And the more we do that, and like I said, the more it's normalized, yeah. then the more it will become the norm in society. Well, and I, I love what you just said because when we can have real conversations yeah. with those people who we value, who we trust, who we love, and we when we can really share with them what we're going through, what's going on in our lives, mm-hmm. I mean, that in and of itself is is a really amazing thing because not only can we share and we can you know get it out there, but we can also literally just have conversations yeah. and create this support group, right? This this whole support community that's helping us as we go through whatever we're going through, mm-hmm. right? I, I think that's a big thing to actually have people. And, you know, even when I go back to, you know, there's so much speculation that that's, you know, especially with Twitch and everything that's going around. You know, one thing that I saw mentioned many times, whether it was on social media and the news or what have you, people are saying things like, well, why didn't I know? You know, if I would have known, you know, we could have done so if I would have known, you know, what we're talking about and being able to normalize that, it it's it's creating environments and atmospheres where people can actually talk, where people can actually share, and when people where people, you know, they're not fearing to to tell what's really going on. Yeah, and it, it starts at home. It, yeah. it starts with your family and your friend, friend groups, and then it just becomes a, con, a contagion, and we have to be willing to open up and to talk about the things that, um, you know, are, are painful sometimes or traumatic, things that we don't understand about ourselves. You know, humanity has a fear of the unknown, and yeah. that's just that's just a part of... It is what it is, man. Like, but we need to be able to be open and to talk about it. Yeah, you, you know, it, it's so interesting because I know with with Twitch, it 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 touched me 
because, you know, and I'm just being honest and transparent, you know, I, here as of recent, I'm seeing a lot of African-American males yeah. who are dying from suicide and and who are leaving this earth, in, in, in my opinion, and I'll just say it prematurely. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, we, we don't we don't have to we don't have to go that route. And, and it seems sometimes like we just we don't have a place to share an outlet to talk, you know, I, I got I got a couple of friends right now that I feel like I can mm-hmm. talk to, right? Yeah, you're you're the fortunate one. Yeah, but but here's the reality: even those people, I don't know how. Tr- I have one friend right now mm-hmm. that I feel like I can talk to, you know, even things like depression and things like that. Like, you know, again, you know, even me personally, you know, having. Um, having, um, you know, going through those bouts of depression and not understanding what that is yeah, and not even really being able to know how do you even explain that to to people when I don't even know what it is myself. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, like it, it was like I, I know for me, it was like, I don't know why I'm even feeling this way. I don't know what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so so let alone, you know, because especially, you know, within the church, we we're, we're always, you know, well, we we've been taught, you know, you don't 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 bring that upon yourself. Don't. But honestly, like when things are going on and you don't know what's going on, you kind of have to figure out what it is. It's not owning it. It's not saying this is who I am. It's saying, you know what, there there is something going on and I can't really explain what this is. I don't know why I feel this way. And and I said all that to say as as a man, as an African American male who for 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 so often I I don't feel like I I've had somebody that I can go and trust and have that conversation with, especially my friend group because we're just, you know, we're we're strong, we're tough. You're not supposed yeah. to have those conversations. So 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 I know when I was talking to the doctor and he's like, "Well, have you cons-? I was like I was like no doc not you know what I'm saying it was like not me you know what yeah. I mean like of yeah. course not yeah and I mean you hit the nail on the head because I want to say two things number one we're all one dramatic emotional devastating event away yeah from being twitch mm. I mean it, there's a frailty that is humanity right it is very frail um, life is extremely precious yeah. Yeah. Um, and because of that, mm-hmm. we have to be willing to talk about the things that we do not understand. Right. Or that we cannot put into words. Right. And historically, a- as a culture, the BIPOC community has a-, a significant level, a higher level of stigma when it, when it comes to talking about mental health mm-hmm. um, than white America mm-hmm. or whites mm-hmm. in general. Mm-hmm. And that has to stop. There needs to be a safe place um, where people with brown skin tones feel as if yeah. they can let their guard down. And that is not a weakness. Right. It is, we were talking today that emotions and sharing emotions, someone made the comment that when you share your emotions, it's almost like you give someone a foothold. Mm, wow. Yeah. And, 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 you know, we don't want to show our cards. Correct. But Correct. all we're showing is the fact that I'm a, I'm a human being. Mm. You know, it, and it's interesting that you say that because I, I know a lot of times, um, you know, I've been in, in different groups, groups with men and whatnot. And a lot of times in those groups uh, where where it's it's all men, 
one of the big things that we hear is people don't share because they don't trust. Mm-hmm. Right. So if I if I am vulnerable and I share with you that I'm experiencing something, I'm going through something. The big thing is we don't want people to be able to take that and use that information against us. Yeah. And so I think the conversation has to come ahead of that. Like, what do you want me yeah. to do with that? Yeah. Like, you know, there needs to be more intentionality. We need to create the safe space intentionally. Yeah, that's good. So if something like this comes up, mm-hmm. you know, as your friend, mm-hmm. um, how do you want me to deal with that? Mm, yeah. You know, and then to also say to that, I, I can do that unless and however, you know, if you're, you're if you're crossing yeah, yeah, the yeah. line and yeah. you're a threat to yourself, right? You're you're a threat to someone else, right? Um, someone that you know is being abused, neglected, harmed, traumatized mm-hmm. in some kind of way, mm-hmm. you know, then that's the line. Right. But to get that out and be upfront with that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's important. Yeah. Set the ground rules. But because we're so afraid, it's become a trap. Mm. And we're just allowing ourselves to be entrapped yeah. by the things that we fear. Yeah. So instead of conquering the fear, Love conquers all things, right? Yeah, that's good. So real love is intentional about saying, I'm giving you a safe place safe place to talk about what does that look like. Mm. So I want to encourage everybody that's listening. Um, you need to be that safe space for someone by saying it's okay to not be okay with me. Yeah. Um, and that I want you to know I, I want to handle it the way you want me to handle it. How do you want me to go about that? Do you want me to listen? Do you want me to try to fix it? Yeah. You know, um, all of us should be educated with resources. You know, Mental Health America is a great national resource. Mm-hmm. Uh, NAMI, N-A-M-I. Uh, yeah. I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> think about So the National Alliance of Mental Illness is what that acronym stands for. Those are all great resources that are on a national level but also have grassroots or state organizations that can connect you. In the state of Georgia, you can dial 988 or yeah. text 988 and get live help Wow, 24-7 yeah. in your community. Yeah. So yeah. people who know community resources. So we're getting better, mm-hmm. but we've got work to do. And I honestly believe that that hap- has to happen at the grassroots level. Right. We cannot be afraid anymore of yeah. what's in our mind and un- unlocking the potential yeah. The mind is a beautiful, beautiful thing. It's mm-hmm. very complex. Mm-hmm. And again, we fear what we do not know. Yeah. So I, we want you to know in the do you know. So the, the statistic, 19.86% of adults in the United States are experiencing a mental illness. Yeah. And, and, and Kara, can you give them those organizations one more time? And we will put those organizations inside of the show notes. So if you do want to get in contact or find out some more information about this, please give them those those uh, yeah. websites again. That's Mental Health America. So I think it's mhanational.org. But if you just Google Mental Health America, you can find it there. Um, as well as NAMI, N-A-M-I. That's the National Alliance of Mental Illness. They do have grassroots organizations that do lots of education for families that are dealing with mental illness or just people that want to know if you want to be in the know. And then also in the state of Georgia, we have a great new – I applaud our legislators for finally making that happen. an easily accessible warm line. It's textable. Um, you can access it on the website as well. And you can call it 24-7. It is 988. 
988 can can save a life. That's right. That's right. Yeah. At the end of the day, listen, we want to see lives saved because we all have so much on the inside of us, especially those of us who are relatively unknown, right? right. Well, listen, we do have an amazing session getting ready to come up as we are getting ready to bring on our first relatively unknown guest. And, and it's super, super interesting because our first guest is in an, is an is in an industry that a lot of people probably wouldn't think about. Mm -hmm. It's the trucking industry. And and did you know, honey, speaking of your little segment, did you know, did you know that the trucking industry earned $875.5 billion in revenue in 2021? I don't know about you, but that that's a whole lot of money. And, and in fact, there are over 900,000 employed truck drivers in the U.S. And there are over 996,000 for hire trucking carriers in the U.S. That's like a whole lot of, of, of money. That's a whole lot of people. And when we think about it, like, how do we get product in the U.S. from one place to another? Many mm -hmm. times, guess what? It's through trucking. In fact, it says trucks move about 72.5% of America's freight by weight. Yep. That, from what I understand, they are underemployed right now. They are underemployed. They're looking for truckers. They are looking for truckers. And if you are looking for um, um, a lucrative some, position, a lucrative because listen, them truck drivers, them truck drivers be, hey, they be making that bank bank. They be bringing it in. I'm like, yo, I don't know if I can get out there with the big rig. They got, it's going to have to be automatic but, for me. But <laughs> but I have found, I have found that they do make automatic big rigs now. Oh. And listen, when Tesla come out with this automatic driving oh big Lord. rig, Them your boy, your boy might be in there like, bang, 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 getting it on because uh, I can, mm. I, I can do, I can let it drive me. See, I'm already like conspiracy theory <laughs> thinking about what happens when all of them are Teslas, and then some evil villain takes over the world and reroutes all the trucks, See and how you drives do. them into the ocean, and yeah, then we hungry. Then we then well, the zombies come and eat us. See, there I mean, you go. There, zombie apocalypse. There, there you go with the zombie apocalypse <laughs> thing. But listen, today we do have a special friend of relatively indeed. unknown. Um, his name is Larry Catherine. Larry is in the trucking industry. He's been in in the trucking industry, and not only is Larry in the trucking industry, but Larry has become one of the um, major social media influencers who focus in on trucking. Oh, and, my goodness. Yes. In, in fact, Larry, uh, I believe it was last month, had over 40 million collective views on his million. post. 40 million. Now, the interesting thing about Larry is a year ago, one year ago, he was getting about 200 views on his post, and now he's in a place where he's getting four, 40 million million views that's Did you say four zero four zero I can't even get four is it 40 million 40 a month went from 200 to 40 million a month in a year yes in, in one year and i think you should watch this even if you're not in trucking because this man is a marketing genius he's a marketing genius and, and he's out there with the beep beep so y'all check it out this is our friend larry Catherine on the relatively unknown podcast
of mind. That's what you told me, young man. I can guarantee you peace of mind. Man, don't get in the trucker industry, man. The money ain't like it used to be. Well, why you with it? How come you still in it? How come you still making all the money? How come you always at the bank? I want to go to the bank. Okay. Yes, yes, you are a, a driver. Yes, you are in, in the trucking industry, and you have done really, really well for yourself in the trucking industry. But you, you've you also really grown into a trucking personality, you know, with your yes. TikTok channel and, and your social media. Let, let's let's go back to that just for a second. What is your social media following look looking like right now? And about how many views are you averaging um, now? Because I remember... You said you started with around 200. So so what, yeah, where yeah. are you at now? Well, uh, around 200,000. <laughs> I'm a little bit over 200,000. And so uh, I checked, I actually checked today. I was at, uh, uh, collectively, I'm at 202 plus six. That's 208. I'm right at, right around 208,000 uh, viewers on my social media channel. So on Facebook, I have about 87,000 on Instagram, I have uh, 41,000. On TikTok, I have uh, 70 something thousand. Mm -hmm. On YouTube, I have like 6,000, a little bit over 6,000. And wow. so, uh, now, now did, your platform, the, did your platform grow like rapidly since that, since that one video you were telling us about? It grew, yeah, it grew and it grew because of consistency. Okay. And okay. Um, it grew. So I, I grew from. I'm gonna say a thousand dollars, a thousand followers collectively. Mm -hmm. No, I won't say a thousand. Let me say, because I, I had, because I had five thousand. Okay. I had five thousand, and when I had the five thousand, I had the five thousand on on a uh, YouTube. Okay. And I had about uh four thousand on Instagram. Okay. Okay, and and really none on Facebook. Okay. And when I when I got out there, got consistent, and started creating those videos that's when it went to the next level and you know people started falling in love with the personalities that i was creating and you know the content that i was doing stuff like that so yeah so when you say consistency like what what do you mean when we're especially when we're talking about social media right because we hear that all the time you just you got to be consistent like for you what was consistency as related to uh your social media content Okay, well, I first of all, I had to be consistent. I had to know my audience and know okay. who was looking at my stuff. So I found out who was looking at my stuff. Guess what I'm doing? I'm straight to the point. I'm laser focused on truckers. Well, why would I post something at three o'clock in the afternoon when I know truck drivers are still driving? And sure. so I wait till they at nighttime when they're getting ready to shut it down around by eight o'clock between eight and 10. I started posting all my content then. And so mm. when I started posting all my content then, uh, I will post a video every day. And of course, some days I would post like three videos. But when I posted the three videos, uh, it, it didn't really get the, the traction that I wanted. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. I would post, I post one time a day. I post at eight o'clock, between eight and 10 o'clock. And when I post during that time right there, guess what? Uh, people start looking at the stuff and people were expecting. Like right now, I got people that tell me all the time, man, I expect you to post every day, man. I, I be looking for your post yeah, right about yeah. 8 o'clock. And I, yeah. they know what time I'm going to post. And I'm posting I'm posting that content. Content. So, so, so Larry, about when, when you're posting your content, about how many views are you getting on, on the content that you're posting now? Like, like 
what it because you you've gone viral several times obviously even within yeah. the past year right so so what does that look like for for you from a view standpoint okay so um for my views i usually go um um a thousand views in 30 minutes a and thousand one of the views things, in 30 minutes wow yeah <laughs> and and i used to look for a thousand like if i can get a thousand views mm -hmm. i'm good Mm -hmm. I'm I'm good. Let me let me get the thousand views. I'm good. And so, like right now, you know, I get that in like thirty minutes. And mm. for <laughs> usually, I'm getting like more likes and stuff now. So I get like a a thousand likes in like four, like in, in a couple of hours, mm -hmm. depending mm -hmm. on what type of video it is. Because that thing will pop up. Like I can post a video right now, and when I post a video in like fifteen minutes, it'll say. No, in about five or ten minutes, it'll say twenty-five people have liked this video. Mm. Fifty people. Then, it, then it'll up and say two hundred people have liked this video in mm -hmm. like thirty minutes. Then I, I'd be like, man, that's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Because all I was looking for was a a thousand views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I get a thousand views in, in like ten minutes. What's the most amount of views you've gotten on the video? Uh, twenty-six million. 26 million. Yep, it was how on many, Facebook. How, how, how many, I mean, how many states is that? <laughs> like, 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 like I, I got, okay, let, let, let me, let me think about this for a second, right? So when, when I stop and I think the state of Georgia, if my numbers are correct, has somewhere around 8 million people in some change in the state of Georgia, right? Metro yep. Atlanta, my understanding is, <laughs> has about 5 million or so, right? So yeah. we're, we're talking, you have if you have 27 million views, you got like Georgia, Florida, uh, what yeah. else over it? Tennessee, Alabama, Alabama. So so <laughs> every so so basically, if we're saying 27 million, that's like every single person in all of those states have seen your video at one time. Yeah, like, do, yeah. do you have you ever stopped and thought like? How many people that is like if you could get 27 million people together to speak yeah. to them, brother. <laughs> wow. I mean, I mean, that that that's mind blowing to think about the 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 level of reach that your videos are are, are getting now. Now, now let me ask yeah. you this, especially as we talk about, you know, relatively unknown and 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 really relatively unknown people who are doing amazing things. Larry, now you're driving, and um, you know, even in our, in our previous conversation, you were talking about how you're driving, you're going places now, and people mm -hmm. are starting to recognize you. What is yeah. what is that like? You know, because and, and and I understand when when you got you know everybody in the whole southeast region <laughs> sees your face, <laughs> like well, like what what is that like now? What what was the weirdest experience when someone recognized you? Um. Uh... Well, usually, well, I wouldn't say the weirdest experience because I don't know, I don't know what the weirdest experience is, but I know it starts getting weird when people start looking at me and just staring. <laughs> and I know in their mind, they're trying to calculate, where do I know this guy from? Right. I know him from somewhere. And they look at you and I go ahead and confirm with them. Hey, it's me. It's like, <laughs> I, I know you from somewhere, TikTok. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And so people they they know me from TikTok or Facebook or something like that, and they you know it it, it <laughs> I like it when people come up to me and be like, 
Hey man, you know, I know you from uh TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, let's take a picture or whatever. Right. You know, but you know, hadn't had any like real crazy stuff happen, but you know, I don't like to give out my uh the company I'm leased on to, or I don't like right. to give out the uh like my truck number and stuff right. like that right there. Cause man, people will people do some crazy stuff, man. They'll come yeah. knock on your door. You know, you get lot lizards coming around, you know, and the lot lizards ain't, ain't really the ones you see on the street. It'd it be the truck drivers that know you. Ooh. <laughs> so it's a whole subculture in the trucking so, yeah. world. <laughs> thirsty <laughs> if you can call it that they thirsty you know, yeah they just want some attention yeah you know man. what i'm saying so that's crazy that's crazy so so let, let me ask you this larry um you know especially for for folks who who are relatively unknown you know definitely trying trying to grow trying to um experience life man what 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 bit of advice would you give to people who you know they're on their journey right now you know what i mean mm-hmm. you know one of the things that I, i've heard you say is everything changed for you in, in a year flipped upside yeah. down. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, so for you, like, what would you tell people who are in that place? They're on the cusp. They feel like they, they're working hard and they're trying to break through men. Like, like what would you tell them to encourage them or to motivate them? Don't do it alone. Mm. You got to have somebody, you got to have a mentor. You got to have people that's going in the same direction as you're going. And even though your vision may not be exactly as their vision, mm-hmm. someone has been where you're trying to go. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Someone has yeah. been where you're trying to go. I wouldn't go at, at nothing alone. I mean, e- even, even, even Jesus had John to, to introduce him yeah. to people. Yeah. You got to have somebody to introduce you to somebody. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like right now, you're introducing me to a whole different audience that I never would have uh, knew about. People right. never would have known about me had I not been on the podcast. Right. Right. And so uh, you're so I think that you need to be around people that's going to challenge you. I think right. you need to have have some people that's going to mentor you, a person that's going to mentor you. You need to have you can't do everything by yourself. And right. I will also say, stay consistent and do the things that you have that that's in your heart to do. I mean, because mm. a lot of times, like when you get around, like this, this is the difference between somebody going at it and uh, alone and somebody mm-hmm. having a mentor. When okay. someone goes at it alone, you can be doing something, but be doing it the wrong way. I wish I had somebody to help me right there. That's good. Yeah. You can be doing something, but be doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. If I had Philip. And I'm doing something. If I'm out there swinging a golf club, boom, 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 I'm out there swinging. And I'm hitting balls. And the balls are going way over here to the right-hand side. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All I need is somebody like Philip who's going to be like, hey, I need you to turn two centimeters to the left. Mm-hmm, that ball mm-hmm. is going to go 200 yards in another direction. Wow, yeah. Just by two centimeters. But you never would have known that had Philip not come up, had you not had somebody to mentor you, somebody to help you to be like, hey, look, you need to do this instead of do this. Hey, try this, try that, try this, try that. You got to have a mentor. And if you don't have a mentor, guess what? You can do some stuff, but it may be tough to get some stuff done by yourself versus having somebody else to walk that journey with you. It's kind of like the old saying that says, if you want to go fast, go alone. But -hmm. if you want to go far, Take someone with Take you. Take somebody with you. That's good, Larry. Although you're relatively unknown right now, I would say work until people know you. Mm. Work until people know you. 
Okay. Work until you don't have to have an introduction. Mm. When you that's walk good. up in a room, people start, oh, that's Larry. Oh, man, I've been following you, man. I've been wanting to get a video with you. For real? Because mm -hmm. I've been trying to follow you, too. <laughs> I've been trying to get a video from you, too, but you don't never that's tell good. them that. You know what I'm saying? Right. So work right. Until, you, until you don't need an introduction. You know, keep on putting in that grind. Keep on putting in that effort. And always test, test, test. No matter what your theory is, put your theory to the test. And you, you will be able to accomplish nothing if you don't put the work in. No one would know about your business. No one would know about your service. No one would know about anything that you do if you don't never tell them about what you're doing. I know a lot of people who got businesses, but they won't share what they're doing on social media. So I never knew you had a business. And you've been in business for 10 years. I never wow. knew it. Right. You see what I'm saying? You've been going hard. Been going, you, you, you've been grinding for five years, for three years. No one ever knew you had a business because you've never been on social media because you don't right. know how to you don't know how to put the, the two together. Yeah, go to IamLarry.com. Once you go to IamLarry.com, you can scroll all the way to the bottom right there, and you'll be able to see all of my channels, my Instagram, my TikTok, my YouTube, my Facebook. All of my channels will be right there. But if you want to uh, go there uh, with my TikTok, all you got to do is type in I am Larry Cothran. That's I am L-A-R-R-Y-C-O-T-H-R-A-N. I am Larry Cothran on TikTok. Same thing on Instagram. And all you got to do is put in Larry Cothran on Facebook, and I should pop up, and you can start following me there. Thank you so much, brother, for, for being with us here on Relatively Unknown today. The, the information that you gave in the gems that you dropped tonight were valuable, brother. And I know yeah. that there, there are people right now who they've been taking pages full of notes. They're going to have to go back and catch the whole replay and check this whole thing out, man. Well, you know what? I would like to say this right here. It's been a plum-pleasing pleasure to be on the Relatively Unknown podcast today because, man, like, one of the things that I like to say is no one can know if you if you're trying to figure out how, you know, a turtle got to the top of a fence. I you know, had he had some help getting there. Yeah, I just had a visual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the show has been wonderful. But this last segment, you need to wait till the very end. Since about 2012 ish. So for more than a decade now. Philip Edge and Edge and Associates have been bringing you a shot of energy. Yes, yes, I'm telling you it's the Edge energy shot, and it's coming at you. So reach up to the right because you ain't driving. Pull your seatbelt down and buckle it in. Y'all ready for some energy? Let's go. All right, there are so many of us right now who know that deep down on the inside, there is more. There's more on the inside of you. There's more for you to do. But for whatever reason, right now, it doesn't seem like you're being productive at all. You're kind of sitting on the bench. You're, you're literally watching everybody else play the game, and you have a clipboard in your hand just taking notes. You better value this time. You better value the time while you're taking notes. Listen, first of all, I want you to understand that just because you're on the team means that there's value on the inside of you. It just might not be your time right now. So while it's not your time right now, it is your time to work and to prepare. That's why you were chosen to keep the clipboard in your hand. So we gotta get to the place in which we see things from the right perspective. And the perspective should say this, because I'm on the team, 
because I have a role, I'm going to play my role and practice my craft because when my opportunity comes, I have to be ready. And if I don't maximize this time, this opportunity, I won't be ready when my time comes. Tom Brady sat the bench. Aaron Rodgers sat the bench. Steve Young sat the bench. These are arguably some of the most proficient quarterbacks of all time. These are potential Hall of Famers. And yet, they held the clipboard. So my question for you is very simple. Listen, what are you doing right now to maximize the time that you have? Are you taking good notes? Are you seeing what's happening on the place? Are you visualizing what's going on? Are you in your mind going over the mental reps? Are you doing the preparation time? Are you still in the, the spiritual weight room? Are, are you still getting yourself prepared? Because listen, when the door opens, you're not going to have time to prepare. Oh yeah, you're going to have to be ready then. So I got to get this to you today. Quit worrying about where you are in line. Start working where you are in line. Maximize today as an opportunity for you. And when your day comes, you gonna be ready. Oh, you thought it was over? Some of us need to go a little bit deeper, so let, let me go ahead and go deeper for you. When I look in my Bible, we watch Moses take the people and listen to God and God's instructions and take the people. But there came a moment in time where Moses was not able to go on with the people. At this particular time, the book of Joshua tells us and it says, Moses, my servant is dead. Now you, Joshua. Listen, there are so many of you who are Joshua's in this world. You may not have been called to be a Moses, but check this out. You sat on the sideline. You sat on the bench. You followed the instructions of Moses while you were preparing, while you were preparing for your moment, while you were preparing for your time. Listen, but there came a specific moment in time in which God spoke to you and he called your name and your number and he said, listen, I need you to get in the game. I need you to get in the play. Listen, you don't have an opportunity right now to sit back, sit down, be mad, talk about you should have been in the game before, you should have done this, you were better than the player before you. You don't have time to think about that. All you got to do is take all the things that you have learned, take all the ideas, take all the visions, take all the things that you've seen and get in the game and maximize them. Moses was great and he took the people to a specific level, but Joshua was called to go further and to go deeper and to take the people even higher. Had he not been on the bench, wouldn't have been able to do that. Cherish your clipboard, cherish your time, and understand that when it's your time, it's your time. But you better be ready. Thank you so much for tuning in to Relatively Unknown. This was our first episode. I know it was a little choppy. We're trying to still get our legs underneath us and make this thing something special just for you. So listen, if you want to continue watching us, we will be live every Sunday here on this YouTube channel. So again, make sure you subscribe and hit that bell notification so you can get notifications every time we are live and we are doing the doggone thing. So next week, more guest masterminds. Next week, more real, relevant, and raw conversation. Next week, more of Relevantly Unknown. We'll see y'all next week, man. We'll talk. Peace.